Hey everyone, welcome back to the 410. Week 21, baby. Yes, our 21st episode. 21st birthday! Wow, 21! 25! I'd love to see it. One of us is 21. Yes, that's me. Yeah. You're you're kind of coming up. Yeah, in June. In June, I'll get there. June 28th, in case you're wondering. Um, I my do address <laughs> is... My, um, my cash app is... Right, right, right. Um, no. <laughs> You're like, no, don't do that. Please don't. Don't advertise that you could send me money on my birthday. It's serious today. This is a serious podcast. Just kidding. Well, you know, we try. We have serious topics. We do. We do. Our first one is pretty serious. Yeah. Should we just go in? I feel like we're just going in. Dang, we said, I'm about to dive in. You guys, we weren't, I think, just one week this time that we missed. Maybe two. Well, Well, because Easter. Well, we were Easter and then... I think the week before we missed. And then... The week before was a personal issue. Yeah. Not yeah, issue, yeah. but my dad passed away. And right. so we, I just needed a, a week. Right. To like yes. get my stuff back in order. So yes. anyway, that was the week before that. Right. But now we're back at it. Yeah. Now we're here. We are. On the final just, countdown of the yeah, semester. Yeah. In the four, four week rain. I Dang. think I think it's four weeks. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a tough four weeks. Always the spring semester just hits harder, I think. Mm-hmm. And. If you're a sophomore right now, I think it's so interesting that this is your first, like, April on campus. Yes. So, I am I bet that's tough, too. Like, oh, school yeah. actually is, like, intense at the yeah. end. Like, what? Also, I'm graduating. I actually, like, won't be here next spring. Yeah. It's, so like, it's I'll like either study spring. abroad or I'll graduate in December. Right. But it's, like, I've only had one. Yeah. This is only my second one ever, and I'll be graduating. It's my second yeah. and last. That's crazy. Yeah. So things are just <sighs> ramping up this time of year. Planners you know? are getting full. Yes. You got to get your schoolwork done. You got to have your summer job, internship, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which we were just not even going to talk we about. We just for like 30 <laughs> minutes talked about like grad school and stress and it's stressful. Anyway, if you were a junior, just know that we stand with you. We literally being a junior is hard because we will you're like, hold your hand. And I like, need plans. Also, it's way too early to make any plans mm-hmm. and like. It's tough. And it's like, this is your last summer before you either yeah. go into a job or like maybe you're into grad school, but like you got to yeah. move mm-hmm. maybe and like get your finances straight. Yeah. And right now my bank account does not look like that. So right. how I'm going to make that money, we don't know. But God's got we it. We trust him. We trust God's him. God's got this. Yes, he does. He does. But yeah, so that's kind of where we're <laughs> at, you know? Always love to catch up with you guys. And a quick summary. This is what you missed on Glee. We'll get into our national yeah, our national start. news for you. Well, actually, first, we've got a little state update for you. So a lot of times when we're kind of deciding what to talk about, I like to go off of what I've been seeing, like, my friends post about. Yeah. And transgender, like, issues and bills being passed has been, mm-hmm. like, a huge thing that I just keep seeing on stories yes. on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Yeah. So I decided to dive in a little bit today and let you guys know what's going on. And mm-hmm. it was quite the journey, let me tell you. So first of all, the Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson, he vetoed the bill that we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. So this bill was essentially like it passed through Senate, not Senate, the Arkansas legislature. I don't know if they call that the Senate, but the state level of that. Um, and so they had passed this bill and the bill basically would prevent Arkansas doctors from giving transgender youth hormones, puberty blockers, and surgeries for, like, gender reassignment. So that was the bill, and it got to Asa Hutchinson, and he actually vetoed it, which was very surprising for a Republican governor to do, you know? I would not expect that. Right, right. So he had vetoed the bill, and he said he did this because... He met with transgender Arkansans mm-hmm. and with parents of transgender youth, 
and even with doctors who were transgender affirming. And basically, he realized that the bill kind of seemed to be a product of a culture war and was really going to do more harm than good. Yeah. And so he called it a vast government outreach, basically, that it wasn't the government's place, especially at a state level, to restrict health care in that way. Right. And so that was kind of why he decided to veto it. And he also learned something that I think is really important to note, which is that the gender reassignment surgery is not something that happens until someone's over 18 anyway. Right. And so with the law, it just seems to be a bit more of like a kind of just a jab at transgender people than anything yes. else, really. Yeah. Um, it so, seemed to like want yeah. to get media attention. Yes. And like stir up the pot on just like social media. Just alienate them more. Yes. Right. And it was and like cause an even bigger tension in the mm-hmm. in the divide between yeah. the Republicans and Democrats. And so I think it was really awesome that Governor Hutchison, like, spoke to mm-hmm. people. Right. Like, that is something that I think... Um, I've heard so many Democrats and Republicans who have said, like, just on different things similar to mm-hmm. this, just different right. policies. Like, if they would just go talk to the yes. people it's going yes. to affect... Like, sometimes on both sides, it can change how you vote. Right. And right. whether it's, and like, And that's been the case for against, me, for sure. Yeah, like, just go and, like, speak to them. Yeah. And, like, get to know their names mm-hmm. and their faces. And then, like, a notoriously Republican governor and, mm-hmm. a, like, somebody that you would never really expect to change. You mm-hmm. just immediately guess he's going to support this because right. it's what right. most Republicans would support. Yes. And, and that's how it got through the legislature exactly. was Republican majority. Yes. And so I think it was really awesome for him. And it really, you know, I don't know much about mm-hmm. Arkansas government. Yeah, we're Texas girls, yes. but and we so, try to keep up. <laughs> so when I heard this, I was like, it made me gain a lot of respect for him as a right. politician because I was like, you know what? He's listening to he different did. sides. And he's not just going to stick to his side every time. He's, right. he's able and willing to go and speak against something he doesn't believe in as mm-hmm. a politician. And so I just think that was really, really cool of him to do. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah. But sadly, the story does not stop no, it there. Doesn't. So, yes, yeah, so he had vetoed the bill, but then it was able to go back to the Arkansas legislature and they overrode his veto. Mm-hmm. So the bill did, in fact, pass. I believe it is now a law. So, transgender health care, basically, I'll repeat again what the bill does it prevents arkansas doctors from providing transgender youth with hormones puberty blockers and surgery for gender reassignment but that's kind of that bill's journey and Mm -hmm. where it is hopefully we can um i think it's people like hutchinson Mm -hmm. that are in office that would hopefully be an encouragement i'm not transgender you are not transgender right um I have very few friends who identify as transgender, so mm-hmm. I don't have a huge perspective on this. Right. But I would hope that there would be politicians and people in the public eye and, like, mm-hmm. political world yeah. who would hopefully stand up and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. vocally speak out against this and in support of our friends in the state right. of Arkansas right. who are transgender because I would just hate to think that a sweet person is feeling... Um, scared right now, right. like a sweet teenager right. who just yeah. doesn't feel safe in their body. Yeah, because it's so much more than the oh, can they get this like certain medicine they want or not? Because there is, like he said, he called it a culture war. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of stigma wrapped up in it already. Um, so this bill seemed to just kind of add flames to the fire. So yeah. well, we we're standing with you, transgender community, yes, yes. and we hope this all kind of turns to a different direction at yes. some point. Yes. 
So that is that. And then next we're going to talk about some updates with the George Floyd trial, Mm -hmm. which has been going on since around Easter time, I think, maybe a little bit before. But the officer who had been pretty much, you know, the video with the knee and everything like that. Yeah. He is pleading not guilty. Of course. Right. So, yes. So Dr. Martin Tobin, who specializes in pulmonology and critical care, Mm -hmm. he testified that Floyd died from low levels of oxygen due to Derek Chauvin's knee on his neck. Right. So that's pretty much the universal. Which we all saw. Yes. Yes. That's what is believed to have happened. Yes. But the defense, so Chauvin's side, has suggested that Floyd, who suffered from heart disease already, actually died of heart arrhythmia brought on by drugs that he had ingested. Which, I'm no scientist, but just from watching the video, I don't think that the medical results would have pulled that right. up. <laughs> also, the fact that, like, a respected doctor is the one who, like, yes. does this for a living. Right. He would have found that, you right. know, and at least brought it into evidence mm-hmm. and yes. said something like, the knee did affect him. This also right. affected him. Right, right. But he didn't. It could be both, yeah. He said the knee. Yes, exactly. Anyways. So that's what the expert said. And then here are just some things that this article is from CBS News. We will have it linked in the show notes. But I'll go ahead and read um, what the article said. So it said that Chauvin, who has been seen in the disturbing videos kneeling on Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes, Mm -hmm. is charged with second-degree murder, Mm third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Mm -hmm. And Chauvin has has pleaded not guilty. The other three officers involved are charged with aiding and abetting and are expected to be tried jointly in august Mm -hmm. so that's where the trial's at right now i really hope justice is served yes yeah and you know this was so long ago too yeah and this is one of our first episodes i think and i think he's chauvin hasn't been an officer like he hasn't been able to work in a while but the fact that this is still an active trial is pretty crazy i just think nine minutes yeah like that is a long time It is. Mm, I really hope justice is served on this because that is awful. Uh, I remember when we were thinking about, we started researching it for our podcast a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and like watching the video and stuff. I mean, it was like, made me sick. It was awful. So I really hope that for the Floyd family and for like the whole Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. movement, this needs to go. Like, yeah. And that was just such a, yeah, such a thing in history where us, you know, all having free time with quarantine i think it really Mm -hmm. hit us hard yeah and even since then there's been horrible things happening especially within the asian community Mm -hmm. which is something that i think hasn't been as broadcasted but it's been happening in recent months yeah um definitely more recently like march and april Mm -hmm. um and so that's something that you know i just wanted to speak to that that's happening as well there there is media coverage about it but it's just been kind of some like sporadic attacks against um, right. handfuls of Asian Americans. And yeah. so, yes, that is also happening. And mm-hmm. I'm sure trials for that will be starting soon. And, you know, it's a horrible cycle that we're yeah. in. But anyway. the racism in America is really, really yes. bubbling up. These it really days. is. And just, uh, I just wish we all could get along. Yeah. Like, <laughs> amen. Oh, I was literally thinking about that on the way here because I knew what we were going to talk about and I like looked down at my hand and I was like I'm white right and I was like I could not control that I was white mm-hmm. it like literally this dialogue in my head and I was like getting really angry I was like why can't people just understand that like yeah. why do people have to be so hateful right, right. to individuals it makes no sense like if you if if somebody can tell me like oh yeah when I was in my mother's womb I decided to be white 
if you can tell I'm me, better. Yeah, right, because I'm going to be better than somebody. Like, no, you are not. Yeah. So it's just like that whole mindset of like, uh, just being hateful to somebody for something they literally could not control right, and like doesn't right. make any difference is so frustrating. And I just really, really hope that we see justice not only in George Floyd, but like with the attacks on Asian Americans, mm-hmm. like the attack on black women, like just right, all, all of, of these things that have continuously been happening for longer than we've been alive or right. parents have been yes. alive that within the next few decades we would see major 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 like yes backlash going against racism you know right. like going in favor of equality right. and anyways yeah, that's and a that's whole definitely soapbox. you know our generation you guys i like, think that's, so that's I think, what we're up against so. i think we've got i think i'm very hopeful for our generation because yeah. for the most part that's a pretty non-divisive issue within people mm-hmm. i know of even Race, on campus yeah. like it, I mean, it is an issue, and there are things for sure mm-hmm. that are not okay. But for the most part, when I talk to people, like, the idea of being racist and racist or racism issues that have been happening in America, like, we have all universally agreed, I think, mm-hmm. that it's wrong and right. that there needs to be justice served. Mm-hmm. And that's very um, encouraging. And I know that there are times when, um, like, this summer some stuff came out about you know, people's lives in Arkansas and high school and college and mm-hmm. stuff that, like, were raising eyebrows and were offensive yeah. to them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very thankful they, like, shared their stories because, like, that's a way for us to mm-hmm. learn and And I change. think we have been. I mean, obviously, I don't have the perspective of being a minority at Washita, mm-hmm. but I do think Washita is making some pretty good steps yeah. to get there. I think with Dr. Shepard coming in, mm-hmm. with Dr. Sells, you know, kind of initiating that and going to the protests and speaking, yeah. I think... And, you know, the more club on campus, I think we've got a lot of good things Mm -hmm. that are kind of helping us right some wrongs. Right. Which is awesome. And learn from our mistakes and and to make sure that we are keeping in the perspective of, like, truly being equal. Yes. And, like, treating everybody with love and respect and giving them opportunity and all of these things. I think that's what we're striving for. Mm -hmm. And so that is – and that has not always been the case. So I'm very hopeful for that. Yes. Part of that is – I think something that is like on the students too, mm-hmm, and right. um, I'm going to transition now into all right, girl. Our, okay, yeah, we're transition. getting into more campus stuff, so that's um, actually good. Yeah, so OSF induction. OSF is the Washtenaw Student Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a member of the OSF, okay. and but it has been um, basically a way to help ensure raise money, fundraise money. Um, for students, junior and senior level, to stay on campus, to provide opportunity for them to serve and learn and all these things. And so at the beginning of COVID, um, you know, we, like, had to cancel Tiger Tunes, and so they did Tiger mm-hmm. Tunes Rewind, right. and we were going to have, like, a Tiger Run type thing. Um, and so we just had to do switch things around this year that we don't, mm-hmm. don't normally have to do. But the goal was still to raise $100,000 in student scholarship. And we finally hit that. Wow. And it was based off of Tiger Tunes Rewind um, fundraising throughout the year with, like, mm-hmm. Hertz Donuts. and I believe there was um, Tiger Tracks in the fall Tiger Tracks well. in the fall. Yeah. And then, like, the donors have really pulled through. That's awesome. And, like, during Tiger Tunes Rewind, like, the club love support, like, mm. fundraising for, like, the competition yeah. was huge. And so they inducted 56 new members, and I think that OSF is doing a great job at trying to be inclusive and get the perspective of just students at Washita, what they want to see changed. I know all the time in our little group meetings, they're saying people are coming to, like, 
talk to Wash Tall students about certain topics, like mm. ethical topics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they want like a panel of like variety of people mm-hmm. of class and um, race and gender to talk about what it means to do this on campus right. so that way they can right. learn more about it. And I think that's been a really cool addition to OSF. Um, another addition that isn't necessarily Washita, but is Arkadelphia. And very exciting. Yes, Sarah's very excited. <laughs> is Dairy Queen. Yes. <laughs> Dairy I love Queen, a good blizzard. Um, is coming. So basically, Big Red Stores, I guess, is like a chain of stores, mm-hmm. um, is staying committed to reaching more communities across its home state. The Arkansas-based convenience store retailers plan for 2021, including instru- construction of four new sites and the remodel of two existing stores. It will also partner with Dairy Queen restaurants to include the service in two of those, those locations. So Big Red Stores has begun construction on additional locations in Arkadelphia, Alexander, and Benton. Um, the site in Arkadelphia will include a full-size Dairy Queen restaurant owned by Uscream Holding. And a quote from David Hendricks, um, who's the president of the Big Red Stores, mm-hmm. he says, While 2020 has presented new challenges, our team members and guests have once again shown us how resilient Arkansas, Arkansans are. Sorry. Arkansans are. Um, we are blessed to continue to grow in our home state. 2021 is a new chapter, and we are excited to grow in our local communities this year. So it says like mid-2021, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping by August. Yes, fingers crossed. We can have a little first day blizzard. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, and then the last thing that's happening is happening, I guess, tomorrow, because you're hearing this on Friday. Yes, yeah, Saturday. Um, is Tiger Surf Day. And this year's theme is Hands of Hope. And so for alumni or for people who are just kind of like listening in who don't know what that is, mm-hmm. Tiger Serve Day is an opportunity for students, faculty, and staff to show the love of Christ through serving the community for individuals and organizations that depend on volunteers for support to have needed needed work done for all involved to build strong, lasting relationships to make Arkadelphia a better place. So each Tiger Serve Day, Washtenaw students, faculty, and staff join together to give back to the community. This group of volunteers serve to better lives and offer hope. In teams of six to ten volunteers, they work around three hours raking, trimming bushes, cleaning off flower beds, washing cars, painting, other tasks that would not easily be done by somebody right. who might be handicapped or elderly or have some some reason they could not do mm-hmm. this. And so um, each team is encouraged to form a relationship with that individual and go back throughout the semester to help as needed. Um, and so why would we do this? Um, why does Washtaw host this twice a year? Mm-hmm. Basically, service is a vital component of Christian living. And we see that Jesus displayed service through healing, teaching, washing his disciples' feet, and ultimately dying on the cross for the sins of mankind. And so Paul reminds the Philippians that Jesus made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, and even death to a cross, which that's um, Philippians 2, 6-8. It is in the, same sen- in the same attitude that we strive to serve those around us, service that takes the focus off ourselves it reminds us of others' needs. In doing so, we display the love that Christ has lavished on humanity, opening doors to receive our neighbors into the kingdom of God. And so Amen. I was like, okay. <laughs> that was, you can find that on the, that was kind of the description that the Elrod service had, mm-hmm. uh, or the Elrod Center? Yes. Not service, Center, yes. had on like the OBE website. And that was just really beautifully written, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So. Yeah. If you are wanting to volunteer and you haven't signed up with the team, you can probably email Judy Duvall and see if there's any teams that might need one or two mm-hmm. more volunteers. But that's going to be tomorrow from 830 to 12. 
and um, it'll be a really fun time. It's always yeah. super fun. That street that you get on, like pick up your supplies. Mm-hmm. They usually have breakfast, and um, I've loved it. I love doing it every mm-hmm. year. So it's really, I think it's really worth it to be able to go in the community and just give back to Arkadelphia. Yes, so, we love Tiger Serve Day. Yeah, you guys Hope should do to it. see you guys there. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Yes, it's been so fun. We'll be back. Yes, we'll soon. see you next time. Bye.